Blog Talk Radio. Years, I know you know brothers fighting things like that, but I've never in a million years would have expected 
expected Brad to, number one, call you out to the ring and dress you down like he did. I, I, it, it took us all by surprise. Myself, uh, G-Dub sitting next to me, our, our mouths were just completely stuck open the whole time. And since you opened that can of worms, I, I wasn't ready. I didn't know what was going on, but now I see right through what's going on just as much as you do. What I see is Michael is nothing but uh, pure power, pure destruction coming from this gentleman. Things just went to his head. You know what? I'm glad things went the way they went because now I see what's been corrupting me this whole time. Ricky's right. I was clouded by a dark cloud with uh, the most evilest person in the world. And I'm back where I should be. It's right there with you. I'm broadcasting, getting along. I, I do, oh, let me tell you something right now. I'm going to do right now. I'm going to greatly apologize to you I, on this air broadcast and say I'm sorry for all the mean and hateful things I ever did. And I'm sure if, if uh, ASMR fans are listening and any fans are listening, I am sorry for everything I have ever done to anyone in the ASWF history because of Brad Hicks. It's all him. It's I blame him because, you know what, Dane, what Ricky and Austin wanted to do when they wanted to bring me back to ASWF. When they brought me back, they brought me back for a good thing, but then something happened. I was blindsided by them, and I've seen the wrongdoings, and, and the, the, it's like the devil talking to your ear while you're walking or doing anything in life, Michael, on your shoulder. And the, the most evil, and I, I feel a thousand times better taking that stupid backpack off called Brad Hicks off my back. You know, 11 years, 11 years, and he was trying to run something this Saturday night. He was trying uh, to fire me, fire me, release me of my duties at ASWF. Of all people, I would think, you know, I would never think it was him. You know what? Like I said again, Michael, it is good to be back where I'm at, and now the plan moving forward, I'll let you go and speak some more because I, I got a plan moving forward. Well, it'll definitely be interesting to uh, see what's going down moving forward with the uh, so-called plan for the ASWF. And uh, with that being said, I know the tensions are high between the two of you right now, but the co-commissioner has asked that I allow him to speak here on Aftermath. I know I know tensions are high. That's why we told him that it'd be better if he called in on the Subbones Vapors hotline. Because I know that y'all two are very angry with each other. But it's interesting to see what Mr. Hicks has to say here moving forward. And without further ado, we will bring on the co-commissioner. Uh, co-commissioner, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Co-Commissioner Hicks, are you with us? Yeah, I'm right here. Uh, I guess we're having some technical difficulties with his phone as we uh, look to get him back on. Uh, I mean... Very interesting, though, coming up. Just said some things on Facebook, but nothing. Moving forward, nothing will shock me as much as the things he said about you 
Saturday night in the Valiant Arena. It makes no sense what went down Saturday night, but you know, uh, that was Saturday, and you look like you're it's not holding you back by any stretch of the imagination. So, once again, glad to be here with you. You know, so excited to move forward that you have embraced the fan base there at the Valiant Arena. And I I appreciate it, Michael. I'm telling you right now, I have met with Ricky Rowland, the owner of ASWF. That's right. 100% ownership. I'm going to say right now, Ricky should have control of ASWF. And I met with the owner, and I have met with Joey Brent, and we all have sit down. And the thing is, it ain't going to just take me. It's going to take you. It takes every employee there to take down what's going to be embraced in ASWF. Uh, Brad goes, Mr. Bad Brand. And it's going to take me, and it's going to take Ricky, it's going to take Joey, it's going to take you, but it's going to take all that makes up ASWF, the ASWF fans. Uh, it's going to take down Brad. It's going to take all of us. That's what I said in the ring last Saturday night. It's going to take all of us. You know what? You can't fire me. You can't just go out there and start firing folks. So it kind of tells you right there what kind of limited power this guy's got, right? Absolutely. It definitely shined a light on the powers and the checks and balances in the ASWF. But let's try this again as we are efforting to get on the co-commissioner. Mr. Hicks, are you with us? Can you hear me now? Mr. Hicks? Michael, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I hear you loud and clear. You know, I, I'm not going to raise any tensions, and I'm not going to belittle anybody. I'm glad that uh, Gerald Jones has a place, uh, uh, you know, in ASWF, and I'm glad that he's in the hearts of all of those pathetic, miserable fans because, you know what, maybe I don't have the power to fire anyone, but what I do have the power to do is I do have the power to come back to Central Arkansas, and I have the power to meet with my attorney, and I do have the power this Saturday to let everyone inside that building, whether they're coming to see Bill Dundee or Dirty Little Dave or the new Evolution champion Asa Morta, or they're coming to see what may happen between Insane Shane and Ray or whoever it may be, I have the power to let them know the decision that we came up with. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when I stepped out into that ring, I've already openly admitted I'm a sorry human being. I have no feelings. I have no remorse. And I sure as hell have not a care in the world for anybody but myself and the advancement of my position within a particular entity. But I'm going to tell you right now, and you mark my words, Saturday night – I may have said it before, and it may have fell through the cracks, but this time, this time I'm bringing something with me and my decisions with my attorneys that's going to bring the ASWF to its knees. See, Rockin' Ricky Rowland wants to get on there, and he wants to tell me that he is ASWF, and that that ring is ASWF, and that Double J is ASWF. I care less about Ricky Rowland. I care less about Joey Britt, and I could care less about Gerald Jones, Double J, the infamous one, whatever he wants to call himself. Because you know what? The games are over. The games are over. 
at some point I will manifest that power back to me to the point that I've only got one objective now. And I'll let you know what it is Saturday for sure. Well, Brad, the infamous one got up. He's so disgusted with everything that happened in the events this last Saturday night. He got up and had to excuse himself while you were speaking there. But one thing I want to know is, you know, you kept screaming, this isn't over. This isn't over on the way out of the ring on Saturday night. I mean, what do you mean by that? Because it looks like what you tried to accomplish is impossible now. The owner of the ASWF has overridden your uh, – has vetoed your decision to get rid of the infamous one. Well, let me tell you something. My initial target was the infamous one. My target to this day is still the infamous one. See, there's a – I've got a uh, an axe to grind – with good old Mr. Jones over there. But let me tell you something. You know, they may have won the battle, but I'll be damned if they won the war. And if they won it, they want to they get to the level that they took it, that's fine with me. I'm great at hostile takeovers. <laughs> I'm superb at them. See, what they don't understand is they're not playing with some backwoods country boy. Now, I may have an accent and I may talk like one, but they ain't playing with some backwoods country-ass hillbilly that doesn't have a little pull and power. See, I came back to Little Rock Saturday night, and I pulled up to the house, and I thought, right, you're not mad. <laughs> you're not mad at all. Because on the way back, the hour and 45-minute drive that was – uh, back to the house, I thought to myself, what can I do, what can I do, what can I do, what can I do? And it dawned on me. There was a lot of deception in that ring. And I called and I said, hey, what's up, buddy? And he told me what he told me. And we put it forth. And I'm just waiting on an initial word back. So therefore, I will let you know what happened Saturday moving forward. Well, moving forward is that you're a false prophecy, you're a false prophet, you're a false liar, you false everything, you can't do nothing but tell lies that spew out of your mouth, and the thing is, whatever you got, you bring what you got, tough guy, because there's nothing you're going to do to hurt ASWF. We've been there 19 years, and we're going to go over another 19 years. There's nothing you and your little mind and your little pea brain or your little stupid friends or whatever you want to call. You just bring what you got. And you know what I got? I got Ricky Rowland. I got Joey Britt. And most of all, I got the wrath of the ASBF fans. And we're coming, and we're going to be standing there waiting on your little, little band of your old self by yourself. And you just bring your little butt down there to come in Arkansas, and we'll be waiting for you. That's what I'm saying. You know who I am, and you know what I'm capable of, and you still have failed, sir. You have failed to stop me. You have failed at everything in life. And I'm going to prove it to you, and I'm going to bring it to you. And I'm going to bring you and yourself back to where you belong in reality and bring (laughs) everything down and bring you down to your knees, sir. You understand what's coming out of my mouth right now. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know what? I I was going to ask you if you were done because – 
I really enjoy the fact that you're pouring gasoline on this fire because you know what they say about those who play with fire, right? They're often liable to get burned. Yeah, because um, last time so, I remember, if you take a you ready? journey Are you back ready in for time. It? Are you ready? The, the just journey, just go back in time. Last time you said this, who was laying in the ring on their back? I mean, come on, do the history here. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something. We'll talk about, if you want to talk about failures, let's go ahead and talk about failures real quick in regards to you personally. Um, not these individuals by any means, but your your guidance of Seth Sabre, Boss, Norman, um, Josh Cross. Yeah, but... I don't see him in the company anymore. It's kind of funny that your people aren't with the company anymore. And you want to know why they're not with the company anymore? Because you're a cancer to this business. You're a cancer to this business. And you know why you're a cancer to this business? It's because you're horrible. You have no skill. You rely on everyone else to tell you what to say, what to do. And how to act. And it wasn't until I came along, if you want to talk about failures, that uh, you were in the main event. You were going up guys like the likes of Austin Lane. And you had, you know, Chris Jordan on your side. But that was with me. So let me tell you something, Gerald. Before you open... That big mouth of yours, I would encourage you highly, highly encourage you to think about what comes out of it. Because the only thing you need to worry about is the next meal you put in it. Because when you play with me, you're not only playing with fire, but you're playing with a snake. Oh, I'm a snake, brother. I'm a snake in the grass, and I have bitten you more than once. And my poison, sir, is not done. I'm telling you right now. See, that's the thing about it is you, you're, you're totally selling me so short, dude. You're selling me short, dude. For three and a half years is all it took to get to where I'm at today. Fat ass, you've been in this business 11 years, and you haven't done near what I've accomplished. Think about it. And you better think about it long and hard, because you know me, you know how I think, and I'm not worried about right you. Just shut your mouth. Oh, really? Just shut your damn mouth okay. right now, because look, you're done talking. Okay. You're done talking on, on the on the fan station. Okay. You're done talking on the fan station. Okay. So shut up. It's my turn now. Here's my turn, Bradley. Uh, I tell you Bradley. what, Bill, you, know you what? have you a great out. day, and I will you see you Saturday, fat boy. Just get off my line. Hang him up. Hang the phone up now. Get him off there. Here's the thing is, Bradley, you can sit there and talk all your talk, but you've never been, in your three and a half years, you accomplished something, never been able to walk the walk I've been doing in 11 years. You know what? You want to get personal? Where's your paying your dues at, butthole? Where's your where's you at when arenas need to be set up, chairs be set up, rings need to be paying your dues? Sweat in, sweat out. I mean, go. You talking about guys not being here no more? You know why? You want to know the truth? 
ASMF fans have been wanting another truth. So here's the truth. Here's the shoot, shoot show. That's what I'm going to call it tonight. Do you call it the fallout? I call it the shoot for Bradley Hicks. Here's the shoot, son. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now, Bradley. You're the one that caused Seth Sabre to lose the ASMF championship. You're the one that uh, corrupted his mind and told all – you was in control of everything. You was, Yeah, I'm going to give you your so-called three-and-a-half years props. And I, we don't got a lot of time to hear all this, but, you know, if you want to, we can go in the archives and get it all out because we got more things to hear about than sweep you underneath the a fucking ring. Excuse my language. You're making me mad. Because the thing is, you haven't done anything that you've proven to any wrestler or anybody in this business in the three and a half years that you think you have. You know what? You just you rhyme the coattails of the infamous one because, you know what, last time I checked, Hot Rod, I'm the one – that got you inside the rail. I'm the one that talked to the upper management at the time that was there, Hot Rod. So if you want to get more personal, the thing is, you ever lift, you ever lift and take off what you always said in the past to the cops and stuff like that you talk down to now because you got some power. Why don't you take off the badge sometime? And let me tell you what, because me and the fans of the ASF, when you do, we'll be waiting for you. We'll be waiting for you, and I'll tell you things right now. I ever get my hands on you again, this will be the last year and the last time we ever see you. But, no, you want to be little eggshell tiptoe princess type kind of guy. You want to play now that you got the power. You know what? who got you the power? You're listening to the voice, and I regret every bit of everything. So I'm going to have to be the one to help Ricky Rowland, help Joey Britt, Help the ASW fans to clean up all the trash and put it back in the garbage bag and tie it up, put a brick in it, and throw it out here in the Little Rock River and let it make sure that you drown the, the person that you are. Because, Brad, you're a nobody to me. You're a nobody to these fans. You're a nobody to anybody because you got power. Once you take off that vest of power, you're not any now. You'll be a touchable person. And when I get my hands on you, you're going to wish that you ever, 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 I'm talking about ever, said anything or any bad things, personal things. You you think that hurts me? <laughs> the thing is, you ain't seen nothing. And I do, and I have. You don't do the history tapes? Pop them in your VCR that you got at the house, Brad. Do the history. I have left you laying in the ring. I have gotten rid of you. I got not just rid of you. I got rid of the so-called team that you had. I am the one. That uh, you don't know the truth. It's really gonna make you mad. I'm the one that told Ricky Rowland about you, dumbass guys. You know what? I'm the one that's been uh, trying to do the right thing for once. The thing is, you're so corrupted with evil. We're gonna get rid of it once and for all. And I'm gonna relieve some of these wrestlers that doesn't like you. Get you out of there. You know what? Guys like Boss are still talk today. He messaged me today, matter of fact, and said, "Hey." I'm glad that you've seen the light because the next time he ever sees you, he ever comes back from Florida. He said he's personally. If you ever take off that vest of pride that you got, he'll personally crush your esophagus because all those corrupted things you've ever said. You're talking about uh, about full throttle. You're the one that got rid of them and tore the team apart and got them toward everything. Not too long ago, I spoke I, I spoke here recently to Shane Draven. Shane Draven said he would absolutely, positively, if he ever came back to wrestling, he would destroy you, Brad. Because all the corruption and everything you're trying to put blame on me, it's always been you. And we will expose you once and for all. It's not threats. I've always made promises. You, my friend, has always made try to make promises and false prophet as you are. Is everything's been false. I'm done talking about him, Michael. And you know what? 
that that he's 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 a commissioner. He thinks he's important. We're going to expose him, Michael. He ever talks sideways to you, or he ever talks anything to G, D, D, the G Dub. Yeah, I'm just so worked up. I just want to absolutely get my hands on myself. I will, I would do it the right way, and we're going to do it the fans' way. And that's personally, we're going to say the song at the very end of time, and you will stand up, and everybody will too. When we walk him out that door, we'll all have the police there going na 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 na. na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye, <laughs> Michael. It's good. I just, just just keep this going because we're having a good time. I've been in the business eleven years, and this guy still, to this day, is talking a lot of shit and trash. That's all it is. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of talking trash, while we're on the subject of you, your clients, things like that, former clients, I guess I should say at this point. But the, while we're on that subject, Mark Wolf uh, defended the ASWF championship this last Saturday night. Oh, you want me to address Mark Wolf? Okay. Everybody's been asking me about Mark Wolf. You know, if it wasn't for the corruption of Brad Hicks, he wouldn't be champion. Because that, I'm going to be, be exact with you, because you told me to be straight up honest tonight on the show. I had no idea what was going on. I was told by him. And Mark that night to go running out there getting the referees to the back because there was something going on. And when I turned around, this guy, this so-called commissioner, Bad Brad, had a referee shirt on. And he's the one that screwed Lee Michaels over. Not Double J. Double J was got in the ring, and I was just kind of excited. I'm like, what's going on here? It was all him. It was all him. It was all him. But Mark Wolf. You want to know, you've been asking, you've been asking before the show, what's wrong with my role? I dropped that zero, and I got rid of him. Because you want me to tell you why? I don't trust him. He needs guidance. He's always wanting for me to do something to help him win. Because let me tell you something. How long did it take him, when I told him to try to give him confidence to get back in the ring with Mike Anthony, how long did it take Mike Anthony to whoop his ass? I mean, come on. It took him five seconds. I mean, that's the interesting thing, though. He uh, actually got in the ring this past Saturday night and uh, won his match. He's been at, he's been uh, he's been uh, he's been uh, the thing is with Wolf, he's been dominant here recently since really since you know getting you as a manager. He really has been dominant. You got to give him his props. He's been dominant as the ASWF champion. And I've constantly said it on commentary that he looks like a new Mark Wolf, especially with that new forearm, that knockout glove, that forearm that has been legitimately knocking people out and putting them to sleep and down for the one, two, three. You're exactly right. He did beat Lee Michaels fair and square, but he didn't. He did. He beat Lee Michaels fair and square. And Mark Wolf is still a defending champion. I'm going to give his props. But you know what's going to happen, though? There's another guy still knocking on that door. Who's that guy? Who's that guy, Michael? And that's actually exactly where I was about to uh, go with it. Uh, Steve-O won the match against the Nocturnal Flame. You know, I guess you can say he extinguished the Nocturnal, cha- the nocturnal Flame in, uh, in Leo Keegan. And he beat him. But the interesting thing now, going forward with this matchup, is Mark Wolf has been dominant as champion thus far, but it's been with your help. It'll be interesting to see 
without the infamous one out there guiding him as champion, how dominant he will be moving forward, especially against the likes of a challenger that, let's be honest, how many men can say that, they ha- that they're forcing Mark Wolf to give up the size advantage? And that's exactly what Steve-O can say. Probably the most damning challenge to Mark Wolf's championship reign thus far, and it's coming at the it's coming with Steve-O. Michael, you're exactly right. Steve-O's coming into this match as a bigger man, but the thing is, he's not a champion. And that, that's what this is all about is for the ASWF Heavyweight Championship. And that should be that where, where the test comes in. Because Mark's been, you know, he is a dominant champion, but you, you, he was, Lee Michaels is a good champion. Lee Michaels is a former champion. Lee Michaels was tough, too, but he got caught up in the moment and got caught by that forearm. The thing is, it's like Goliath, you know, coming into this match now. It's really going to put the test to the, for the test is due. Now it's kind of put up or shut up. I'm not going to be in that corner. I'm not going to be out there at all. And I never will darken that door again. And I promised ASW fans, I promised Ricky that Saturday night, I promised Joey, I'm going to do the right thing. And I'm going to be watching the monitor, and I'm going to be rooting for Steve-O. I'm going to be rooting for Steve-O to knock the lights out. And that's what I'm talking about, shutting the lights out. And maybe, if you know, we bring back where the ASW championship needs to be is on where the lighter side is and where it needs to be. And it's where it's going to stay. If it ever can leave the dark side and the clutches of Brad Hicks, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. And it'll be interesting moving forward. Like I said, the key here, you know, we talk about the key matchup. The key matchup isn't so much in the ring with Steve-O versus Mark Wolf for the ASWF Championship. The thing to watch in this title defense is Mark Wolf. You've been able to guide Mark Wolf. You know, he... Sometimes he's getting out in the crowd, you know, taking too much time with the crowd. You've been able to keep him focused. You've been able to develop that forearm to the point that he's knocking folks out. And that'll be the interesting that, – that'll be the story, so to speak, moving forward is can Mark Wolf continue his reign of dominance uh, Whenever Steve-O does get this matchup, it, it'll be interesting to see. And then the other thing that coming out of this uh, number one contenders match that's interesting, the Nocturnal Flades was on a tear throughout the ASWF. He was, you know, he was dominant, dominating folks, you know, Cataclysm especially. The uh, psychotic savior fell victim to a pallet wrapped in barbed wire at the anniversary show. He was manhandled like I've never seen Cataclysm treated before at the hands of the Nocturnal Flame. So it'll be interesting with Leo kind of facing almost his first setback here in the ASWF, seeing how he moves forward from this setback. I mean, I I, got to give it to him, though. I do not feel like it's going to be too much longer. And Leo Keegan will be back in the championship uh, picture, the title picture in the ASWF, in the championship picture in the ASWF. Last week on Aftermath, we were glowing, and we were completely singing the praises of Asa Morta of the Manai. And Saturday night we get to the arena, and the show starts, 
And we hear, you know, obviously we announced it last weekend, St. Shane cashing in his rematch clause against Ray. Well, that was until Ray came out and decided to uh, get a little talky out there with the owner and the co-commissioner, Joey Britt, out there in the center of the ring. He kind of let his mouth overload his butt, so to speak, and Asa Morta was put in this matchup, and it was changed to a triple threat. And Double J, I cannot stop talking about the impressive fashion in which Asa Morta became the ASWF Evolution Champion. Dominance, we speak of dominance, you got to give it up to Asa. She not only went in there against the former champion, she went in there against the current or, well, now former ASWF Evolution champion, a Hall of Famer, and only the second Grand Slam winner in ASWF history. And she managed to pull out the victory. You have got to be impressed with Asa Morta. And the fact that she is now the brand-new ASWF Evolution champion. You've got to give it up to her. Impressive isn't even the word, and I look forward to what's going to happen moving forward with the reign of Asa Morta as the Manai after losing the ASWF championship at the anniversary show 19 to finally get some gold back in the ranks. Oh, man, I'm telling you, Michael, it's uh, (laughs) – I can't believe we have a new Evolution champion, and it's Asa Morta. Not, not going to discredit her for one minute, because I'm just telling you right now, she can knock around just like with the rest of the guys, man. And I'm just saying, she is one tough cookie. I, I, I tell you, after that, when I and I got a chance to meet with her in the locker room, I was kind of scary, very scared to uh, uh, approach this, uh, this, this lady. And very scary, and uh, at most, you know, with uh, like Alex would say, her piercing eyes, man. I was in a distance, and I said, congratulations, you deserved it. The fans deserved it. We're doing this for the fans. That's what my slogan is right now, Michael. We're doing this for the fans. The fans are with me. And you know what? For it's all said and done, man, Asa, I want to say on the air of ASMF Aftermath, congratulations. You deserve it. You're a hard worker. You're a hard woman. And you know what? And you are leading the pack of uh, of uh, the Benai. Absolutely. And once again, we look forward to this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena. And the, the benefit show for the Tuckerman Fire Department, it'll be interesting to see what goes on with the Benai. Speaking of the Benai, interesting, you know, developments over the past several weeks between – Will Cage and the Manai psychotic savior cataclysm in that it seems like he's kind of recruited Will. It seems like that was all but confirmed this Saturday night, this past Saturday night in the arena. It was all but confirmed that Will Cage is the newest member of the Manai, and it was strange. Will Cage was fired up. He was, you know ready to go, almost too fired up at certain points in that tag team matchup. And all of a sudden, you know, all it took was 
all it took was Cataclysm, just one look or one, you know, one word. And he was able to take this newfound aggression that Will has found deep down inside of him, and he's been able to, you know, quell it, so to speak, and change it or channel it into something productive rather than destructive to his own career. I don't even know what to expect of this, Michael. I mean, I don't know what to uh, to expect or what what I, what I should say. Uh, you know, now are you saying that? Uh, you know, he's maybe now probably uncaged now. Uh, definitely, he uh, uncaged fury from uh, the or unhinged unhinged fury for Will Cage, and you know he's finally gotten what he needed to get over the hump. He's had such a trouble getting over the hump. He's almost beaten Max Stone, you know, and then AD Sky comes out and gets involved, and it seems like the numbers game was catching up to him, and he's finally found that family, so to speak, that he needs to, needed to call on to be able to potentially take down the, uh, the Max Stone and AD Sky, and I can't wait to see what happens with Will Cage moving forward. You're exactly right, Michael. I mean, uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be. I mean, do you not see at the end of the show, at the end of the show there uh, when Ace Amora won that uh, that Evolution title, how Cataclysm hypnotic acted. We already expected that, but how William Cage acted. Do you see that? Absolutely, he's definitely been ingratiated into the family, and that's what I'm going to call it. Essentially, these guys are family. They may not be blood. The Cataclysm has got these uh, has got these guys, and Asa Morta has got these people into uh, a family, so to speak. When you that, when you say family, I just want to know. When you say family, do you think now in this family, it's kind of interesting. You just hit me. Do you think now Asa now is? Uh, I mean, because uh, well, I don't want to sound like I'm I'm doing that. I mean. Maybe she's trying to wake everybody up and, and, and show them the way. Is that That's why I've been hearing scenes. Is that the right thing to say, Michael? Absolutely. I think it's been a tag team effort, not only from Asa, but from Cataclysm as well, as far as being able to show these two young upstarts the way in the ASWF. Uh, Asa Morta, you know, now has the gold situation in the family, so to speak, of the Manai. And, you know, with the gold, they say, comes the power. And Asa Morta had no problem with the power beforehand. The hold she had over not only hypnotic and cataclysm, but also now Will Cage just got taken up tenfold with that ASWF Evolution type. I just wonder, you know, what cataclysm used to say. Uh, I'm trying to go back and remember because, you know, I was in the dark times. The thing is, he used to say that titles never meant anything. I always wondered why we couldn't tonight. I wonder tonight how we can get a hold of Asa Morta, maybe for the next show, and interview her. I like to have her on the show and talk with her uh, and, and speak to her and see what she thinks about the Evolution Championship. Absolutely. You know as well as I do, though, the the uh, Manai, as far as that goes, getting a hold of them, 
you got to go out past the burnt down tree stumps and you know getting a hold of them is just a just a job in and of itself but hopefully one uh hopefully sometime we can have her on to speak with her about her ASWF evolution title or or you know since you're good at good journalism and stuff like that and you you're a good interviewer maybe you can catch her before or before the show and have a recording you know and record that and then we can come back and put it on the aftermath and let everybody hear Absolutely. That's a wonderful idea. And, you know, once again, we'd love to talk with the new Evolution champion. But like I said, this dynamic will be interesting seeing going forward with the new unhinged ASWF version of ASWF's version of Will Cage. And it looks like we're going to asking ye shall receive. You may have said their name a little bit too much, but a shadow has befallen the sub on Vapor Studios, and it sounds like Cataclysm, the psychotic savior, has decided he's going to make an appearance here on ASWF Aftermath, so it'll be interesting. Cataclysm, you set up over there. Can you hear us? <laughs> Hello, Michael. Are you able to hear me? Still never gets any less scary. (laughs) Uh, To the contrary of what people think, I do listen. I listen very closely. And yes, Double J, we have said that titles don't matter, that we just want your trophies. But the thing is, is now uh, the mistress of mayhem has a trophy that others want. And she has proven herself. And she is dominant. <laughs> but to continue that shut your mouth when I'm speaking, Michael. (laughs) But I will let you in on a little something. We have had long in-depth talks about this, and Asa wants to completely prove that she belongs where she's at. So, when she goes out there, whether it be a regular match or to defend that belt, she will be on her own. We will not accompany her to the ring, mainly because she does not want there to be any doubt of what she's capable of. She does not want them, the fans, to think that she relies on us as a crutch to get past her obstacles. You may speak now, Michael. <laughs> well, this ain't, well, this ain't going to be Michael. This is Double J. Um, I just got to say, so we all can say, safely can say, uh, that Ray Ray got beat by a woman. 
That does not matter. Man or woman, all will fall to the mistress. Lisa <laughs> Morton is not your average woman. You have to admit that, Double J. Uh, yeah, you're right, Michael. I'm not going to argue with that one bit. I'm telling you, it's, I mean, she's got a massive clothesline. And I don't want to feel around with that. I mean, I watched that match not once but twice. I had a privilege to watch that twice. And I'm telling you, Michael, she is a hard hitter. I mean, she does – I mean, the Manai has really taught the mistress that he calls her really well. I mean, she'll drag your ass to hell, Michael. Absolutely. <laughs> now, before you go, I know you wanted to address Asa Morta, but I want to ask you about your newest quote-unquote family member – Will Cage, this newfound aggression <laughs> that you have been able to not only bring out in him, but you've been able to control it, Cataclysm. Michael, Michael, Michael. There's nothing newfound about this. It's always been there. Like I've said before, I may not have said a name, but I told you all, I see what you are but I also see what you can become. And just like I did for Hypnotic, I will do for Cage. He is, he has been, as you so stupidly said, uncaged. But more to the fact, his mind has been freed. He does not answer to the realm of the mortal man. He only answers to himself and the Manai. <laughs> well, uh, now, my, my question for you, Mr. Cataclysm, with all due respect, uh, when you say he an- he don't answer to mortal man, but why does he have to answer the Manai? What's he got to answer to? <laughs> And just like that, he's gone. Never, never more creepier than that. I mean, and you asked him, you said, why has he got to answer to the Manai and things like that? But, I mean, the interesting thing coming out of this is Cataclysm says that this was always in Will Cage's back pocket. So you got to wonder, as a spiritual leader, so to speak, Ace of Morta and Cataclysm has been able to pull this out. What does that mean for the career trajectory? Well, let's just do a little history there, Michael. There used to be a guy that used to dream a lot. Remember that? I, I mean, this guy is now confirmed by uh, woke up and, and and now is in a dream mind. Not in a dream mind, as I sort of speak, but he is like the hypnotic. This guy, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been, I've been in the corners. I'm gonna go back into my past just a little bit. When I was managing Mark Wolf, we had a match with against him. How do you stop a guy like that, Michael? I remember you me yelling at you with that. I mean, this guy, you would stop him, and he'd want more. I mean, he'd throw him in the corner. He'd want more. I mean, he scared the life out of me when I, I was laughing at him. He jumped up out of nowhere and started clapping his hands and said, 
Hit me. Hit me. Absolutely. And the uh, the guy in the Manai who enjoys pain the most, you know, the family member that enjoys the pain the most, Hypnotic, Mr. A1, C.J. Jenkins, found out just how much he enjoys it Saturday night. And I think, honestly, C.J. was thrown off his game. You saw the intensity as he sat in the ring and he stared a hole directly through Hypnotic and Asa Morta as they made their way to the ring. He sat there perfectly still. And that's all well and good, but once the bell rang, it seems like Cataclysm was able to get that mental edge that the Manai is known for. He was able to get in the mind of of C.J. Jenkins, Mr. A1. He was able to play those mind games. He was able to play around with C.J.'s brain. I don't know if you call it mind games, Michael. I call it maybe he's got a force that would be reckoned with. Maybe maybe something he can make you do controllingly somehow. Some kind of significant power that the Manai has, you know, uh, the hypnotic, you know, has this power, and then maybe, you know, this Manaya people has this power, and it's controlling people. Maybe, I don't know if it's the look or how they do it. I don't want to know. I do not want to know. I just wanted to kind of bring it up on the aftermath so the fans can hear, but I do not understand how these do, how they do it, but they're telling you what right now, Michael, they're bringing trophies or how he calls it into their, into their realm and into their home and bringing it back to their home. And you know what? They're doing it one belt at a championship at a time. You know, because they're like a big cult, Michael. It's a cult-like kind of deal. I mean. Absolutely. I've heard comparisons to, you know, the Manson family and other cults that, uh, that you know, have existed throughout time where this spiritual leaders have a power over the family members. And, you know, the thing is, these guys have been known to do superhuman things. Thing. You know what they kind of remind me of, Michael? Back in the day, it kind of reminded me of the Manson family. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's what I was alluding to. Obviously, the Manson family is doing superhuman, and you mentioned about trophies. They're on a conquest. They're on the trail to not only capture gold, but as they call it, the trophies throughout the ASWF, and they will not settle. If I know Cataclysm and Hypnotic, as well as Will Cage, they won't settle until they have all of the ASWS trophies. I got since we're talking about the Manai right now. Have you heard from Ray Ray how he feels about what, uh, how he's doing or what's going on through his mind, his career now, knowingly that you know, it, like he said respectfully, and I'm I'm not trying to do anything I shouldn't be doing. But as he said, it doesn't matter if it's man or woman. How's Ray feel about all this? I mean, the crowd, you know how the crowd sings these things? He got beat by a woman. Absolutely. A powerful woman at that. Absolutely. You saw how fired up he was Saturday after the match. He slapped me. He slapped the taste right out of my mouth. And from what I understand, he pretty much walked to the back, got in the car, and you heard the tire squeal, and he was gone. And nobody has heard from Ray ever since. He is beside himself since losing that evolution. A Hall of Famer at that. She beat a Hall of Famer at that, Michael. That makes you want to yell. It may get you excited. She beat a Hall of Famer. 
a guy that comes into ASWF, give him credits to, he is a Hall of Famer. You know, he, he, he's held so many awards and, and, and holds me titles. This is amazing. This is something that has never been done in ASWF history and a woman. And at that, this mistress has now control with the Manai, the Evolution title. Absolutely. You know, I, I mentioned it quite a few times while the psychotic savior was the ASWF champion. I said the dark days were raining inside of the ASWF, and a lot of people believe the period of dark days in the ASWF was over when Cataclysm lost the ASWF championship at ASWF Anniversary 19. But I believe that this was, you know, not part of the plan for Cataclysm to lose the ASWF championship, but I believe they had a backup plan. I believe that they're rebuilding. I believe that they're getting stronger and that their mission is still on the table. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, the sad thing is that stuff like this, people get lost, you call so-called to say it, they get lost in the shuffle. And the thing is, the sad thing is that the darker days are on the other side that that bad Brad Clutches got his hands on. You know, it's sad that Cataclysm never got that that sort of kind of, uh, you know, reassurance, that, that, that rematch that he deserved. Absolutely, and you know, the co-commissioner, as you referred to him a moment ago, has made sure that that hasn't happened. I know for a fact through our uh, through our contact, the co-commission, the other co-commissioner Joey Britt, that Cataclysm has asked for a rematch. But at every time he's asked about his rematch, the co-commissioner Mr. Hicks was there to shoot it down and say oh, you have to be the last reigning champion and lose the championship to, uh, or lose the championship. But I don't want you to forget the Oxley twins. Brad said, oh, I'm going to give you this opportunity because I'm not giving you your rematch. He's going to give him this opportunity again in a handicap match against a well-traveled tag team, the Oxley twins, making their ASWF debut. And I don't care whether you're part of the Manaya or whether you're the psychotic savior, the numbers gamer is going to get up to you. And unfortunately, that night, the Oxley twins looked very impressive in chopping down the big red oak that is Cataclysm. Michael, that's just some of the dumb games that we all have to fall into. And when fortunately, uh, you know, they had help. You know, with uh, with Max, as and, well as AD Sky and AD Sky. I mean, it, so it, it wasn't just two. You have to think about it. Give credit where credit's due. Cataclysm was fighting, not just two, but four guys. You know what? And Brad, I hope the one day the Manai gets their hands on Brad and get to repaying, repaying his due. Because when you do bad things to bad people. It seems to turn, you turn around, you burn a bridge with somebody. It seems that they, they will come come right back around again. And I, I, I know I, I wish bad things with him, but the thing is, um, uh, you know, Brad's going to pay for what he does to everybody. You, your co-host out there, um, G-Dub, and me, Rockin' Ricky, Joey, Cataclysm, everybody that he has led down this wrong way, wrong road, soon enough, you're going to have to pay the piper. That's all I'm going to say about that. 
the thing is, it's just sad that he had to fight four guys, and he never truly got what he needed. Absolutely, and we're going to be back here in just a moment because Double J, we're just about at halftime, but when we do come back, we will go into what is going to happen as you get your extra dose of ASWF wrestling this Saturday night live at the Valiant Arena. We've got a couple of matches already set in stone if you've been paying attention to the Facebook yes, page. Yes, 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 And we will announce them here tonight in the second hour, along with Alex going to be on to talk about what's going to happen this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about – we're going to preview this Saturday night and we're going to talk with Alex right after this on ASWF Aftermath. Then check out the guys at Sub On Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Sub On Vapors, located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub On Vapors. Vape it like you built it.
And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, here on ASWF Aftermath. I apologize if some of our uh, if some of our music was a little staticky there, but uh, we are going to go ahead and go off. We're going to get our first matchup announced, and this is actually an Aftermath exclusive match that we're going to announce right here. You're going to be the first to hear it right here on ASWF Aftermath, and the infamous one has the news on this late-breaking tag team match being announced. That's right, Michael. Right now, I'm going to announce what I see here in front of me of uh, our, our second half of the show. This Saturday night, ASMF Valley Arena doors open at 5.30. Bell time is at 7 o'clock. And right here signed in front of me is a contract signing from the off the desk of Joey Britt. It's going to be the Maniac, the uh, William Cage, and uh, Cataclysm versus AD and Max versus the Oxley Twins in an elimination match. Wow, that that is definitely going to be a barn burner. And, you know, definitely big news being added to the ASWF uh, matchup this Saturday night or their, uh, their card this Saturday night as we get ready to see so, you know, we get ready to see this war possibly come to an end. The thing I worry about with this matchup is we've seen Max and AD team up with the Oxleys. You got to wonder if there may be some collusion to get rid of the Manai and then go at each other. And the other thing you've got to keep in your mind is the current tag team champions, Dirty Little Dave and the Dirty Little Gang, will be there in the house Saturday night you got to wonder how hard they're going to be looking at this matchup going forward because this will determine the order of rankings in the ASWF for the tag team division. Exactly right. What is the, let me ask you, what's the Dirty Little Gang doing going to be there this Saturday? What are they going to be doing? Absolutely. If you've seen it on Facebook, Dirty Little Dave will be in action in the main event this Saturday night. He will be taking on the legend in superstar Bill Dundee, former Memphis wrestling legend, WCW. He's been all over. And this Saturday night, he's going to be making his way back to the Valiant Arena to take on Dirty Little Dave, who, I mean, you got to give it up to him in his own right, 40 years in the wrestling business. You can't really give either of them the decided experience advantage. And it's going to be a great barn burner to watch this Saturday night in the main event. The superstar's coming to town, Michael. That's right, to get his hands on the dirtiest player in the game, they call him Dirty Little Dave. And I can't wait to see that match. I'm telling you right now, if it, if it ain't going to be Dirty Little Dave, going to be right there in the corner. That's what Bill Dundee's going to have to worry about when he comes to town from Mempho, coming to Arco, <laughs> so to speak. But he's coming down to the Tuckerman Valiant Arena there on Saturday night. He's going to have his hands full. With a dirty little game, Michael, I'm telling you, right now it's gonna be it's gonna be one side of the deal, I can already tell you. Okay, that'll be definitely interesting, but a little bit more news coming out, uh, is the fact that the uh the golden ticket will be defended or not defended, the golden ticket will be decided in a battle role style matchup this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena. Interesting thing going forward is who will win the golden ticket, and you know, and, and, and then going forward, we know what happens with the golden ticket. 
we know that this usually helps people attain their goal that they're looking for. So skyrocketing careers is what we could be doing this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena. You're exactly right, Michael. Um, I'm, I'm going to work on something real quick. Um, what about the golden ticket you was talking about? Are you, have you brought that up yet? I mean, the yes. golden ticket, the you can cash goal. it in what, anytime? Yes, absolutely. In any sort of matchup you want. In any sort of matchup you want, you can cash in that golden ticket and you will be able to uh, decide uh, what kind of matchup and who you're gonna, who your opponent's gonna be. Moving forward here with the uh, whole thing, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see whose career will have the uh, jet engine attached to it, so to speak, and they'll be shot rocketed, not only to the stratosphere but above, because you know you, you look at the last golden ticket winner. And he's our current ASWF champion, Mark Wolf, the ultimate opportunist, as you would have to dub him. He he took, he saw an opportunity and he took it. So it'll be interesting to see who will survive this battle role going forward, and who may very well walk out and put their careers, uh, attach a rocket ship to their to their behind, so to speak, and become the ASWF champion. Michael, uh, I had to step out of, the, out of the studio for a minute. I'm excited. You got the uh, the tag team elimination tag match coming. The superstars coming to town to get their hands on Dirty Little Dave. Uh, and then you got the golden ticket. Who's going to be, you think, if you had your picks, since you're, you like to be, you know, a gambling guy, who would be your, your favorite pick of uh, the golden ticket winner? Who would you like to see go after Mark Wolf? Actually, you know, it doesn't have to go after Mark Wolf, but I will say this much. It would be interesting. We alluded to it earlier. The family is on the uh, is on the quest to procure all the trophies in the ASWF. You gotta wonder if you gotta wonder if the if Will Cage may not be the man. You know. It, It'll be interesting if Hypnotic may be that man. I know who I want to pick. If I had to pick a fan, I'd pick Alex. <laughs> I don't think Alex is in the golden ticket battle royale. Hey, do you, see, do you see what he put on uh, uh, on Facebook? He said if uh, he said if he could be in the in the golden ticket thing, I think that's what he said. I may not even pay attention too much. I'm sorry. So sorry. I think he said he would be the winner. He'd be a good pick. Yes. <laughs> well, it'd be interesting to see uh, what It'll be interesting to see what happens there with potential for Alex or anything like that. But I don't believe Alex is a competitor, a licensed competitor, so I don't think that he can be in this golden ticket battle role. But without further ado, your favorite fan is calling in, and he wants to talk about all the action that's going to happen here in the Valiant Arena this Saturday night. And I believe he actually wants to talk to you about last Saturday night and maybe give you a pat on the back, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, everybody's favorite wrestling fan, Alex. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I am very good. Very good indeed. But I do not want to pat him on the back. He may try to punch me. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, it's good to hear from you. How have you been this week? Another dose of uh, 
ASMF Aftermath and another dose this Saturday night. Are you excited about it as much as we are? Oh, you know I am excited about it. I am looking forward to meeting the, the Bill Dundee. I have heard so many things about this guy, but I have heard he is a lot shorter in person. He's, uh, I, you, you broke up there. You said what he's not what in person? I heard he is a lot shorter in person. Ah, that he is little guy. Yeah, that's, this is true. He is a Memphis legend, uh, Alex. He comes from Mempho, and he's uh, a Memphis legend and uh, been all around the world wrestling. He's worked for WCW, WWE, and, and behind the scenes at WWE, excuse me, not in front of the cameras, but and stuff like that. With, uh, one of the greatest wrestlers, you know, to ever come out of Memphis, to be honest. Yeah, one of, the, one of the greatest wrestlers to ever come out of Memphis, and he's still doing it to this day, Alex. Oh, no, I disagree. The best wrestler out of Memphis is Jerry Lawler. I like him better. I think he, you know, he fist dropped and power drive Bill Dundee, and that is why Bill Dundee is only like four foot nine. It's because too many power drivers <laughs> from the Jerry Lawler. Oh, so you're saying Jerry Lawler is directly attributed to the fact that Bill Dundee is short? Yes, very much so. A little bit. It is okay, though. He compressed spine. He, his spine looks like a slinky now. <laughs> like a what? Like a, a slinky, you know, the metal thing that goes oh, down the stairs and goes, I thought you said shrinky. Everyone loves the slinky. <laughs> but anyway, I am looking forward to that because I don't like the dirty little Dave. I don't like the old guy. He is not good. He is mean. And he comes out to the most annoying music I have ever heard in my life. It is very annoying. Alex, you never like. watched Cops? Alex, Alex has been running from the I've, Cops. I watched what? My cousin was on Cops one time. But uh, we're not going to talk about We're not going to talk about that. That was not good. So you, he's been on the he's been on the episode of Cops, just like yeah, some people. Cousin. Oh, his cousin. Okay, okay. No, my yes, my cousin. But it's okay. It is okay. Anyway, Double J, I watched the thing where the bad Brad tried to fire you, but then the Ricky and Joey come out and be like, oh yes, he good guy. He 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 did this and did that and all like that, and, but. But I have to ask a hard question. Are, are you ready? I will answer it to the best of my abilities, Alex. How do we know that you have truly had this change of heart? I mean, is it I just mainly... I understand. I ain't trying to interrupt you. I, I just wanted to make sure you have closure with this. It does take time, just like I'm sure you have heartaches and breaks in your past that you can truly trust your your your. I'm sure you have a wife now, but I mean, surely you dated back in the day, you know, and you make sure that um, you know that you know you have to make that you have to have that closure. You know what I'm saying? You want to have that closure with uh with see if the if, if the infamous one is really telling the truth. I'll tell you what. If I don't tell you the truth over Aftermath, I will never come back on this show again, and I will never darken the doors of ASWF. But I promise you. I promise you, and I will show you. 
hey, when I don't even know what you look like, but if I find you out in the crowd, I promise you, I'll give you an autograph. I'll I'll, I'll take pictures with you. I'll, I'm this Saturday. It's going to be different. You know, I've already been ready. So that was the start. I I would I would rather you get me better than these autographs. That would be nice. That's fine. That's fine. I can I tell you what. I tell you what. If I after after the show or before the show, if you show up early like you did the last time, and, and you know you got to take that mask off. You're scaring a lot of folks in the locker room. But I understand why you wear it because we don't know what you look like. But uh, no, I, always, built, I, I only wear there. it for the videos and around that. So that way the other fans do not try to swarm me like, oh my God, he is famous. You know, or nothing like that. Okay, okay. But get there so early Saturday. He'll be there just a little tad early. And so I'll make sure that you do get an autograph and get to meet and greet Bill Dundee. Okay. Hold on just a second. Dumb dog, come back here. You are barking too much. That is not nice for the neighbors. Come here. I think my dog is dead. I believe my dog is dead, but there's no matter. We but go to back to the wrestling hall. But to answer your question fully, you, I promise you, I mean, I keep on and I keep making promises. I know promises and saying stuff, but I will put my actions in the office, so to speak, starting this Saturday night. Starting okay. this Saturday night. But here is another question. Michael, Banana Hands, you can talk too. Where does Mark Wolf go without you distracting people on the outside? They're going, hobo, 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 here I am. How does he win now? I mean, I, that is crazy. We actually raised that question earlier here on Aftermath. Uh, Alex, I'm yes, and nobody gives straight answers. I mean, you got to give the guy credit, though. He's developed this uh, this forearm that's legitimately knocking the wrestlers out how in the ring. De- how does he develop forearm? It is usually there from birth. Well, this I is mean, true, my arm but has been here my whole life. I'm talking about his forearm strike, Alex. The one that oh, he has he to put up down many Yes, he run up right, and goes, it is very nasty looking. I think he may have broke someone's jaw. Absolutely, it's it's very it's very uh, it's very impressive what's been going on with the uh, with the ASWF champion as far as this forearm and his spin. You know, it only it not only looks nasty, it is nasty. And that is and that is a in the ring. And it is a lot and of they, weight behind the forearm too. I am out here in my yard making forearm motions. He's very funny. Hey, are they falling asleep, Michael, with the forearm, or is it the ogre coming underneath the forearm? Oh, that is mean. I would be careful with your words, Double J, because the wolf guy may come and forearm you. No, I'm like you. I'm fast. I run. You run? That is very interesting. I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would have to run from that, you know, uh, because I'm not a competitor. You know, I like to make jokes, make ha- people happy, and and get around like with you and and Michael and 
and just have – I'm just in a really good mood. There ain't nothing that nobody can bring down this happiness that I'm seeing now and the good days. I am, glad so to, I am glad to hear that. Very good. I am very happy to hear that. Okay, let us move on. We have talked about you enough. You are boring me. Ha, 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 ha. I am just playing. But what about the most talked about thing that happened last week? Was the 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 uh, how do you say name? Elsa Morta doing that the truckland thingy. She did the truckland thingy on the relay and won the belt. That is freaking insane, man! I was just like, Absolutely. oh my goodness. Absolutely. I mean, last week, Alex, when you were on, we were talking about how impressive she was. And she impressed the co-commissioner so much that he put her in that matchup. And I tell you, you know, I'm not so sure that Ray may not have underestimated her. She looked great, and she looks like she may be a dominant evolution champion for a long time to come. Oh, yes, it's very good. You know, but I do not believe that the Ray took her for granted. Okay. Because he had the match with her the week before. And he knew what she was capable of. The problem in the way I see it is that he took his eyes off the ball. That was almost a bad pun. Because he is Ray. He likes looking. Never mind. I will not go there. But he took his eyes off the prize. And it, that is all it takes. It's one moment of of of... Of what is word I'm looking for here? It takes one moment, and it is all over. It is that is all it takes, and that is what happened. And then the other manais that I said is right. I am so proud of myself. The other ones bowing down around her, celebrating their queen and triumph. It was an amazing moment. That's exactly right. It was an amazing moment. It's the most exciting thing I've seen in a long time at ASWF. To absolutely, she took on not just one, but two competitors at that, Michael. The insane Shane, that guy oh, there. Oh, yes, he's telling you. <laughs> well, I mean, Alex, you do kind of have to give insane Shane his props, though. He did look very impressive. <laughs> Especially, oh, yeah. you know, not having, you know, having the collarbone, having the collarbone issues he has been having. You no, know, he, he looks shoulder. It was shoulder, not collarbone. It's your back straight. Don't, it don't. is bad. I am fan, and I know my facts better than you. What is wrong with you, banana hands? I don't get you lately. Yes, my mistake. It's actually a rotator cuff. Yes, it is your mistake. <laughs> Alex, I know, I am funny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess that he hasn't had his, you know, took a health class and figured that stuff out. But that's funny as stuff. And the thing is, Michael is just really the voice of ASWF, and he's not a, a you know, a health instructor, and he should know. I understand. Oh, we get it. He's the okay. thing is, the, he's the, point, okay. the point of the matter, the point of the matter is that you know, Ace Morta. She took on two great athletes in this match. And, yes, you know, to really point. beat a Hall of Famer, that speaks volumes, Alex. You got to, you know, like you said, it was amazing. Very good. Yes. 
It was fabulous. Absolutely, it was. What you know, the crap was, was that? That was the infamous one. Uh, uh, I, I think he got a little excited. He he has been around the railway way too much. Uh, I think he's been in the sugar too much today. <laughs> we would not go there either. <laughs> he's just hiding. Anyway. I'm, I'm giving him a hard time. Anyway, what about the new number one contender? The the big guy that was in all pink. He looked like a he looked like a big bottle of Pepto Bismol. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, I, you got to give it up come to on Steve. Now, we talk, do what? I said, come on now. I mean, it's true, but I mean, he beat another big guy. That was about eight hundred pounds of holy crap in that ring. Okay, Absolutely. and they beat the crap out of each other. I mean, right off the bat, right off the bat, the the flamey guy run and drop kick Steve-O. And I thought the whole ring was going to move. It was insane. But it was a very you know good he, match. You know how he's making fun of Steve-O, calling him a big bottle of Pepto-Bismol? He said, I need to watch my words, Alex. You're watching what you're saying, man. No, I am. I am. I don't. I am not good guy. I am not bad guy. I am not wrestler. I am just me. I will say what I feel like saying, but because people like me, I am special. <laughs> we do like you, and you are special, Alex. But one thing I, I want call to get it to as is, I see it. One thing I want to get to with Steve-O is, you know, he did look impressive, and obviously now. He moves on to uh, eventually get a shot. He's next in line for the ASWF championship title shot. Yep. But one thing I want to get to is your thoughts on Leo Keegan. I mean, he was on a dominant Ooh. role. He dominated and manhandled Cataclysm like we've never seen before. And, you know, now a lot of a lot of wrestlers we've seen, you know, suffer their first setback and, you know, it kind of goes sideways for a little bit. Do you? I, I feel like Keegan can keep his focus. What do you think, Alex? I, I disagree with the setback, okay? Because as I said before, Keegan has nothing to lose. He has nothing to lose. Even when he is in defeat, he still, because no matter who he is in ring with, no matter what he is doing, he is always a threat to anybody that steps in there with him. Even you? Are he's you a, there? He's a threat to the fans. Don't watch it. He is fit. Uh, you cut out. What? He said he's a threat to the fans, too. Even you. Oh, no, no, no. I sit way back away from ring. He don't come near me. I I am smarter <laughs> than that. <laughs> I understand. Well, I, I got to ask you, Alex, you said you're the odds-on favorite, but give me an honest opinion. Who's the odds-on favorite? Because we know that the golden ticket can pull careers in Ooh. the ASWF. We've seen it time and time again. Who do you think will be the next to cat- be catapulted? Like I said earlier, I got my eye on Will Cage. He's the new member of the family. They're trying to recruit these trophies, so to speak, all the trophies in the ASWF, and the golden ticket could be the next trophy coming to the Manai. 
I thought you said hypnotic. I said either Will Cage mean... or hypnotic. Oh, okay. I misunderstand. No big deal. I agree with the Will Cage. I saw the aggression that he showed in that, that tag match. It was it was something else, you know. And I listened to, to Windy Cataclysm calling earlier. That that guy is just creepy. I think there's something wrong with him. Maybe his parents are related. I don't know. But the <laughs> the thing is, he. why are you laughing? I hope he is not listening anymore. That would not be good. But the thing is, the new aggression that is being shown by the, the cage is just off the charts, man. I mean, he is he is just vicious. I saw the one thing, he grabbed the, the little sky boy and threw him at the turnbuckle. And I was like, how did he not break his neck? I mean, good Lord. But I am going to go a different way. I am making a different pick. I am picking the insane Shane, the little child boy. Just because he is squirrely. He is squirrely, man. I mean, he... You throw him over, and it don't matter if he's 10 feet in the air. He'll grab a rope and springboard right back in there. I think he will will catch a lot of people off guard. That is one way for Insane Shane to get back on track here. Uh, After losing the Evolution title, Double J is (laughs) golden ticket. And be able to skyrocket that career. What do you think, Double J? Who do you think is going to come out victorious and win who's the gold ticket? I mean, I got to know who's all in this. I believe it's open to every ASWF competitor. Well, I've been having a lot of my yes, plays. That, that is what the Facebook page said was open golden ticket challenge thingy or whatever. You'll never know. Oh, you know, might be some old guys. I mean, Michael, you you know, yeah, anybody can show up. You know, Ray, Ray can make his return. Uh, anyways, um, how would you return if you just if you were there last week? That doesn't make any sense. Well, his return after storming out, Alex. You'll just be quiet, Michael. Sometimes I worry about you. Were your parents related? (laughs) (laughs) The thing is. I'm not making excuses. My mind's been clouded a lot lately, and now I'm just getting where I focused on what uh, what's going on in my present time. Uh, if I had to pick, if I had to pick, let's see who would I pick? I bet you would you would pick the L. Ray because he might bring you a taco. Oh, <laughs> he's such a you know that was funny. You know that was funny. You know that was funny. I mean, if I had to pick, I would think about maybe if I'm just going to go on a limb here, Miles. I really don't know. I'm just going to say AD Sky. AD Sky, that Ooh. would be an interesting pick. I, that's that actually a be, really that's... good pick. I mean, AD Sky has been on a roll as well as Max Stone. You can't forget about him or anybody, Boy, really. You can't cut any it. competitor in the SWF short. Boy, the, the, the Max Stone and the AD Sky, they come out and they wiggling and gyrating <laughs> their hips, and I'm like, that would hurt. I might dislocate a hip if I did that. Maybe the wife would not. Alex, I, I got a serious question. 
It's all yes. jokes and fun and games aside, Alex. I got a serious question for you, and I, I really want you seriously to think about this where you do answer. I got to know what what do you think the the uh, co commissioner you think would come back with this time around this Saturday night? I mean, we got we. I mean, it's got to be your curiosity too. I mean, because everybody's you know been asking me. This, I mean, I just want to ask you to, to, to put peace aside, and I will shut up. But I want to know, what do you think that bad Brad has in mind? Honestly, I don't know, and I don't care. Brad is irrelevant. Did I? I don't think I said that right. Irrelevant. Brad, yes, we understand. Brad looks like a shaved Sasquatch. Okay, <laughs> I don't care what he thinks. But, but, he said something about the lawyer and stuff like that. Maybe he trying he is trying to get com, you know more control or something like that. You know, if he got, I don't still don't understand the Ricky Rollins math. How does fifty, fifty and one equal a hundred? I am so confused. That does not make any sense. I'm but sure it's okay. That, but I tell you, that's a scary thought, thinking that Bad Brad may, might be trying to make another power move. Yes, that, you know, he he makes power move just like he does power lunch. Okay, it's, ha ha, <laughs> that was mean, but that was good. <laughs> See, Double J, I can make fat jokes at other people, too. <laughs> he might be wanting to talk to you all right before the night's over. Why would I want to talk? Oh, the, the oh, the Brad. Okay, I get it. Okay, you are not as funny as me, though. So you just remember that. Okay. <laughs> so, with elimination uh, coming up tonight, uh, tonight, <laughs> talk about tonight. The elimination. Uh, I got match. you all. Who is going to be your? Who is going to be your pick for that match? I am going to. Say something that will blow your mind, okay? <clears throat> My pick is the 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 little twin guys. The 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 the, the, the yes, the action hammer guys, okay? Mainly because this is what I see: the Minai guys and the AD Sky Max guys. They don't like each other. They are going to screw each other up, and the little twin guys, the axe and hammer guys, are going to take it. That is what I predict. You know, that's actually a very smart strategy. I said that AD Sky and Max Stone may team up after they showed teamwork against Cataclysm a couple weeks ago, but, you know, that's an even smarter strategy if you're coming at it from the Oxley twins' thought. <sighs> That is what I would do, but I am not wrestling. I so do not do the say, wrestling you gotta thing. Think about this. So you got to think about this. How excited are you ready to start bell time Saturday night? How excited are you ready to be down at the Valley Arena? Oh, my goodness. I am bunny rabbit excited. And you know how excited bunny rabbits can be. hee. <laughs> Absolutely, we all know how excited bunny rabbits can be, Alex. But 
Uh, Alex, I believe we've actually uh, gotten through everything. Is there anything else you want to talk about with us this week on uh, Aftermath? Yes. What is the smell coming from the announcer's table? I walked by there the other day, and I was like, good Lord, that stinks. Is that you or the G-Dub? I think that may have been G-Dub if it was after the uh, whole Bat Brad thing. He uh, said something about maybe having an accident. I'm not sure, but I know. I actually, I believe it was after you ate those nachos. You should not eat this Grito Chili Pie, okay? That is not that is not good for you. No, it is not. But it was so good <laughs> in the jalapenos, Alex. I mean, you've got to try it. You've got to try the SmackDown. Look, look here. I am making fun of you, and you are not supposed to go along with it. It is not making it fun for me. Jesus, that is not good. Quit being like that. <laughs> I am just messing. I'm sorry. I am just playing with you. It is fine. I am just picking. Okay, I have a quick question. Who is yes, the sir. new guy? The new guy that calls himself the main event, but he was in the second match. How is that even? I don't understand this. Yes, the main event. How do you call your, yes, wait, he was not in the main event. He calls himself the main event. He's been all around the Mid-South here various promotions and he's been in the main event of all of them and he said that he's here to cap do what he's done at all of the other promotions in the mid-south dominate and capture the championship oh my goodness okay well it still makes no sense to me but i will go along with it i oh excuse me i drank too much mountain dew and vodka it's not sitting well but I must say, the 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 main event guy, and the uh, what is called the Tyler Knight, very good. Uh, what is word? Uh, chemist chemistry. Yes, that is that the right word. They worked very well Absolutely. together. I was I was Absolutely. very interested in that. You know, I was Absolutely. very interested in that because. Go ahead. I believe in doing some investigative reporting, Alex. You'll be interested in knowing, based on that, you'll be interested in knowing that it was actually Tyler Knight who brought the main event Curtis Dawn into the ASWF. They've apparently go way back. Oh, that is because he has been having problems with the taco guy. That is what it is, I know. He he wants to, to, as as, uh, the Brad used to say, he wants to put him on the other side of wall. I don't know why he would want to be on the other side of wall. I mean, it's not like he couldn't walk around and come right back. But, hey, whatever floats his boat. Absolutely. And it's definitely, you know, interesting going forward what is going to happen with El Ray or the taco guys, you call them, and uh, Tyler Knight, Curtis Dawn. And, actually, you're leaving one person out. Mr. Excellence X-Ray is also involved in it. Holy this. crap. How many rays are there? L-ray, ray-ray, X-ray, Fenta-ray, Manta-ray. I mean, there's lots of rays. That is too many. There's quite a few rays. What's an X-ray? I mean, don't they do like your X-ray on you? Is this what this guy does? 
I, I, I don't believe he uh, he says something about snatching your soul, but I don't believe he uh, I don't believe he. Uh, I know one thing: the so X-ray, he, X-ray he can he can soul. take a butt whooping. Oh yes, he that's good. He can take a butt whooping. But he needs to learn What's how that to fight back. This is true. What's that old saying? He can take a licking and keep on kicking. Why would you want to lick him? That is nasty. He's all sweaty and stuff. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Double J, I'm going to need you to calm down over there, sir. <laughs> Why are you asking a question? Why do you want to lick him for? It's a, it's a turn of phrase. It's a saying, so to speak. How do you turn a phrase? I don't literally want to lick him, Alex. Well, how do you turn this phrase? I mean, you it would be like, Erefus. That's how you would turn phrase. It means it means he takes the butt whooping and keeps coming back and keeps going. Oh, see, I am not used to these these these, as you call, turning of phrases. Makes no sense to me. But hey, whatever. Before I go, oh, absolutely. I would like, hey. I am talking. Before I go, I would like to tell you this. One day, I was in my yard, and my stomach started hurting. So I pooped in the neighbor's yard. Okay, I have got to go. It has been nice talking to you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. So many questions. I, I... Alex just revealed that he pooped in the neighbor's yard. Is that what? Did I hear that right? I have no idea what this this news is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Double J, I'll tell you what else is crazy. This Saturday night, an extra dose of ASWF wrestling. And you know, a lot of a lot of times you see these wrestling companies, they give you a half-hearted. You know, card whenever you see an extra dose of them. You know, they just give you a thrown together card. This is a main event caliber card throughout the whole card. You've got the Golden Ticket Battle Royal uh, going on with the fire department's benefit, obviously, this Saturday night. But you've got the Golden Ticket Battle Royal coming. Everybody, open to everybody in the ASWF. The winner is going to receive the Golden Ticket and will be able to challenge in any matchup, anyone at any ASWF show. I just said you want to say that say it a while ago and it takes a licking like you said that you just need to quit spitting. <laughs> but, well, that, but the thing is, Michael, I want to let everybody know excuse me, when we have a week of the show, which is the the fire department benefit show is gonna be this weekend, that's why we're running the aftermath show. After that we would be back on regular schedule. So next Thursday we will not have a show on ASWF Aftermath. It'll be the following two weeks. Every two weeks after this, we'll be back on Thursdays, 7 o'clock p.m. ASWF Aftermath. You would hear Michael Banana Hands, as Alex likes to call him, the infamous one. Anybody can call in, and Alex will also always be on ASWF Aftermath. You could ask him questions. He's a celebrity. He's a super fan. And the call-in number is 347 347- Nine eight nine one one seven one. Once again, that's three four seven nine eight nine one one seven one. You can, or 
eligible to call in. You don't have. You can also listen to the show. We can also we screen the calls. You call in. We screen them. We'll, we'll put you on live. If you got any questions to any of the ASMS superstars there in Tuckerman, Arkansas? You're more than welcome to call in. We'll save the question till we do get them on the show, or you know we can try our best to answer it for you, or anything at all. But please listen every other set. Excuse me. Every other Saturday, the show will be there at 7 o'clock bell time. Doors open at 5.30. This Saturday, we're back live again. But every, after that, it's going to be what, Michael? Say it again so we get it back on track because I'm getting everything, everybody messed up here. Every two weeks. So two weeks from this Saturday will be our next show. And then two weeks from tonight will be our next episode of ASWF Aftermath right here on Talk Radio 49. Stay tuned to the Talk Radio 49 Facebook page as well as the ASWF Wrestling Facebook page. But getting back into it, Double J, this Saturday night, Fire Department benefit for the Tuckerman Fire Department. You've got the Golden Ticket Battle Roll. You've got the three-corner tag team match with A.D. Sky and Max Stone taking on the Manai, Will Cage, and Cataclysm, as well as the Oxley Brothers. You've got the continuation. Obviously, we know what's going to happen with uh, Bad Brad, he said he's going to, you know, reveal his next move this Saturday night in the Valley Arena. And, of course, the biggest match of the night, the main event, the legend, the superstar, Bill Dundee, will be in the building to take on one half of the ASWF Tag Team Champions, 40 years in the business, 30 little days. Double J, if you're not there Saturday night, I don't know what you're doing with your life because obviously you don't want to be entertained because this is your best ticket and your best value in entertainment. You're exactly right, Michael. It's 19 years that ASMF has been around, the longest, oldest promotion around Arkansas, and it's right here in Tuckerman. And gladly, we're coming back again this Saturday night. And I'm glad to be a part of ASMF, 11 years strong. And you know what? When you said it a while ago about Brad Brad – me, you, uh, and and the rest of the ASMF fans will band together and we'll be there this Saturday. For Michael Carnahan, this is the infamous one. We're saying so long, everybody, and we'll see you at the show. <laughs>